morning. You're listening to FloridaLady.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Steve Cloud, the co-owner of M. Frank Higgins, a commercial contractor up in Connecticut, and also the new leader of Starnet. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing very well, Kemp. Congratulations on being chosen as the chairman of the board of Starnet. So we'll get to some of that in just a minute. First, let's talk about your day job. Interesting, M. Frank Higgins has been around for quite a while. There were three brothers in Boston in the commercial business, and one of them split off, moved to Hartford back in 52, and you're the third-generation family leader of that organization. You're the leader along with your wife, Kathy, and your son, Travis, who is a Four Focus Emerging Leader winner, is in there. And I think you've got some other relatives in the business as well, right? Yes, we do. We try to be a true family business. It's what we believe in. M. Frank Higgins was my grandfather on my mother's side. He was the original owner. In 1950, we had a bunch of work at Westover Air Force Base. And so he ended up sending my father and my uncle down to Hartford to run that business. And it just generated from there. Unfortunately, my father lost my mother, his lifelong partner, lifelong business partner, within seven months in 1988. So then it transferred on to my father solely and then on to me. And today, as you said, uh, my wife, Kathy, she came into the business with us about 11, 12 years ago now and has really been a, a good benefit because she has a great personality and, and is really spearheading working with architects and designers and trying to generate that side of the business. Currently, you know, family in the business, our son, who's, uh, you know, Hopefully, he's the fourth generation. will be taking over the business at some point in the future. And then we also have a son-in-law and a nephew in the business, along with many other wonderful employees. Very, very fortunate to have the people working for us that we do. And actually, you've been the leader of this organization since 92, if I've got my history right. Yeah, my father, you know, unfortunately, when, when that all happened with us personally, he sort of lost the, the will to run the business and, and asked me to take over. A, a graduate from Notre Dame in 1985. But unfortunately, I didn't have a business degree, so I had a, a geology degree. So it's somewhat learning by hard knocks, which is typical in a family business. I go back, I think about it now and wish that I had maybe gone a little different route, but it's gotten us to a great place. And again, very fortunate to be where we are. We dominate the healthcare and the education sector in Connecticut, and we're very fortunate. Geologists, well, I guess you can identify the stone in the aggregate. <laughs> it does bring me back to those days. And, and ironically, uh, yeah. Kathy, well, you know, that's how we met is through geology at Notre Dame. So we both have degrees. She went on through the education sector and I went into the business. All right. So how's business been doing of late? Last year, we had a phenomenal year with business. It was one of our better years. Bottom line came out better than expected above budget, which is great. This year, we've been a little flat for the first part of the year, which it seems through the Starnet you know, meetings and discussions, a lot of people were up slightly or flat for the first part. Our backlog is about 30% from last year, so we have a tremendous amount of work ahead of us. As I said, most of that is in healthcare, which is good in Connecticut right now. Our bidding is also up about 10% year over year, which I look at that and, and track that to make sure. And the one thing I'm excited about in Connecticut is I can actually report a little bit on the crane index. We're somewhat between New York and Boston, and going to both of those cities, I see cranes everywhere. Well, Connecticut, I finally see a couple of cranes. So we're having a little bit of commerce, which is great. Now you're also the chairman of the board of Starnet. That's a big role. As most people know, Chuck Bode had that role for five years and stepped down at this last meeting last week and kind of left it on a high note. He even, I think, said that in his remarks, that Starnet's doing better than it's ever done. So those are going to be some big shoes for you to fill, right? Very much so. Yeah, number one, honored to have worked with Chuck for the last few years as his vice chair. 
he's taught me a lot. It's been it's been good, very wonderful getting to know him as a friend. I'm still very active in the business. The way I go to business is I'm still running work. I'm still in the in the weeds, and I think that will bring a value and resonate with a lot of the members. You know, not taking away from Chuck at all, but you know, Chuck has been really the chairman of the board for quite some time now in his business, yeah. and I think this I will offer a little bit different perspective. Yeah, I think you're more hands-on in your business today. Chuck has two children that are kind of taking over the day-to-day, so that should be a little different dimension. But what do you hope to accomplish as the chairman of Starnet? I hope to continue with a good path the way Chuck has laid it out. But I think there are certain things that we can do differently or bring more value to the members. I think in our businesses, you see it obviously with uh, Diversify and, and Links and other private equity companies coming in and purchasing, there's still a lot of aging baby boomers within our industry. So what are the paths are there? I think Starnet can do a better job with succession planning. And that's one of the things that I really want to try to tackle and you know talk about in some of our meetings in more detail have some paths that we can lay out for some of our members. And the other main issue that came out from the meeting, and I'm not saying I can solve it by any means, but just have more meaningful discussions, is labor. I'm very fortunate in my marketplace. We are a strong union labor pool, but that isn't the case all over the country. And how can we, as a group, as Starnet, help educate and bring along more labor into the marketplace, whether that be through subcontractors or, you know, can we start school somewhere? You know, there's got to be something that we can do and get together to help the marketplace for labor. So those are the two initial initiatives that I'm looking at to help bring more value to our members. You know, at the meeting last week, we had two really good speakers. We had the ITR, Alan Bowyu, talking about the future of the economy which was interesting. And then we also had Kay Sargent talking about workplace. So any takeaways from those as you look forward to where the business is headed? Yes. A couple of people came up to me afterwards and said that they were some of the better speakers we've had because they're very relevant to our business model now. Both of them supported what we're doing. Alan, he's been predicting a slump in the economy come 2030 but very strong with maybe a little bit of a slowdown at the end of 24 and 25. I think a lot of us have been you know, talking about the backlog we have built. So there's the opportunity for us, as long as we're smart, to get through that slowdown end of 24, 25, and then continue building. As we get closer to 2030, you know, we're going to have to position ourselves so we can get through any downturn in the economy. And obviously, anybody at those meetings has heard this now for a couple of spring meetings where Alan has spoken, and we can start preparing for that. Kay was very important to listen to her dialogue and what she plans. She's talking about her customers, basically, and how to get people back to work. Obviously, we've all had a downturn in the corporate sector, and if what she's saying comes to fruition, I think we have really good opportunity with the TI business going forward in recreating the office space. So I think that's some exciting stuff. I'm not sure how quickly it's going to start, but it has to start soon, especially if people are coming back in the four-day work week that she's predicting. You know, for a while now, they've been talking about 3-2, which is three in the office and two at home or two wherever you, wherever you want to work. And now the, she's talking about CEOs pushing to make it a 4-1 where you just get one day that's a flex day. So that's where she's predicting it's moving, right? That's correct. And it's important that the CEOs start stepping up and, you know, ask their or require their employees to come back because I think we've lost a tremendous amount in our corporate America right now from, you know, mentorship. You think about all the graduates that are just graduating now 
And if they're going into a remote work environment, how do they learn? How do they advance? Uh, we haven't solved those questions, I don't think, uh, in our corporate life. It's really important for them to come back so that people can mentor them, so that they can see what is required of them. And I think the four to one is a step forward towards that. All right, Steve. Appreciate you spending time with our listeners. Again, been talking to Steve Cloud, co-owner of M. Frank Higgins and the new leader of Starnet. And you've been listening to Kemphar and FloridaLA.net.